0: Today on the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast, and by way of introduction, I'm evangelist Micah McCurry. It's my great privilege to be speaking to you today, but today on the broadcast, I get to tell you about one of my favorite redesigns of one of our popular gospel tracks. It's called, Have You Found Rest? There's a beautiful verse in Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through 30, says this, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. And I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart. And ye shall find rest unto your souls, for my yoke is easy, and my burden, is light. That's a good question for you though. In this crazy world, it seems like everything's going a mile a minute. We call the business world the the times of life. We call it the rat race, don't we? That doesn't sound very restful. Question for you then, friend. Have you found rest? I'm not just talking about the ability to pillow your head, close your eyes, and slip off into la-la land. I'm talking about spiritually speaking. Have you found the rest that only Jesus Christ can give? Well, if you haven't, then I'd recommend that you get this free gospel tract. That's what our ministry does. That's what we're all about, producing and distributing free gospel tracts like Have You Found Rest?, You can find it at BibleTracksInc.org. Now, at the conclusion of the program, the announcer is going to tell you all about how you can get in touch with me. But understand this. If you'd like to reach out to me directly and answer that question, yay or nay, have you found rest? If you'd like to talk to me about that, maybe you have more questions, you can text me right now. And I'll probably answer you very quickly. Text me at 309-316-7240. 309-316-7240. But I'd like to ask you to read this gospel tract. Have you found rest? Now, today on the program, I told you that we're going to talk about a nasty four-letter word. You say, hold up a second, Brother Micah. I thought better of you. I cannot believe that you would take this program into the gutter. Well, hold your horses, hold your horses. Yes, it's a bad four-letter word, but I think you'll understand in just a moment. I'm being a little tongue-in-cheek, a little facetious about it, but turn your Bibles to the book of Nehemiah chapter 3. We'll give some context here in just one moment. Before we go any further, I'd like to reintroduce to you once again some friends of mine called the Raines family. Now, Miss Natalie and her husband Josh and their her sister Emily and her dad and mom, such good folks, and they've been faithfully serving God for many years. And Miss Natalie's written some great music. And today, I get to share some with you. The title track of their latest album is called, We Need the Church. Now, you don't have to look very far, and I don't recommend you do, but if you open up your social media, you don't have to look very far in your newsfeed to see that we need the church. If you turn on mainstream media, and again, I don't recommend you do, it's mostly just depressing you realize very quickly, we need the church. Miss Natalie, God led her to write this song at just the right time for so many people. It's been such a blessing. And the Rains family, they're blessings to me. I had the chance to spend some time with them actually at their home in South Carolina. They graciously allowed me to stay there. And we had some great time. We sang, we uh, prayed, we talk together and just worship to God, but also just fellowship together. And I'm so thankful for the opportunity to do that with them. I'm going to ask you, though, to listen to this song. We need the church. After we listen to this song, we'll jump into our Bible study in Nehemiah 3. So grab your Bibles, turn there. But before that, listen to, to this song.
1: In the wildwood, oh, come to the church in the bay. as Place where heart is healed and hearts made home.
0: What a song. What a performance of it. And I'm so glad that they're not performing it for men's applause. The Rains family, they're singing to the Lord. Now you can find this exact album, I should have mentioned this on Monday and Tuesday, but you can find this album on BibleTruthMusic.com. I'm privileged to be able to present that music to you as well. BibleTruthMusic.com, you can find this. We Need the Church album as well as many others, so find that there today. Now, find your Bibles. Nehemiah chapter number three. We're talking about a nasty four-letter word. You might be able to figure out what it is as we begin reading. In verse number one of chapter number three, we begin. Then, Eliashib. The high priest rose up with his brethren, the priests, and they builded the sheep gate. They sanctified it and set up the doors of it. Even unto the tower of Mia, they sanctified it unto the tower of Hananiel. And next unto him builded the men of Jericho, and next to them builded Zachar, the son of Imri. Verse number three says, But the fish gate did the sons of Hasaniah build who also laid the beams thereof, and set up the doors thereof, the locks thereof, and the bars thereof. Next unto them repaired Mirimoth, the son of Urijah, the son of Coz And next unto them repaired Meshulam, the son of berechiah the son of Meshezabel. And next unto them repaired Zadok, the son of Baana, And next unto them the Tekoites repaired. But their nobles put not their necks to the work of their Lord. Now, pause here for just a moment. Besides the difficulty in pronouncing a few names that are a little foreign to my tongue, you will notice something about those first three or four or five verses of Nehemiah chapter 3. In the majority, it describes a lot of people that are working. People that put themselves to work. Now, pause here for just a moment. W-O-R-K. For many people, and I'm not just speaking about people in, quote unquote, my generation, those that are a little younger, millennials, or whatever we're called these days, there's a lot of people that seem allergic to the idea of a work. For some people, a work ethic is a foreign thing. That W-O-R-K word, that's a bad four-letter word. Can I tell you, friend, that you and I have been called to a work One of the reasons I made mention of, and we'll continue, we're going to read all of chapter number three, likely tomorrow on the program, because I want you to know and hear these names of these good people, these Israelites 2,000 plus years ago that did the work of rebuilding the walls of Jerusalem. I believe a workman is worthy of his hire. That's what the Bible says. And I believe that a workman that the Bible lists here is worthy of having their name read. And there's a few application points that we're going to discuss tomorrow when we talk about this idea of let's get to work that I'd like to draw your attention to. But let me ask you, friend, are you willing to consider this? Are you willing to work for God? You say, I already have a job or two or three. I don't need to punch another clock. I'm not talking about that. Remember that gospel track I mentioned called Have You Found Rest? God says, my yoke is easy, my burden is light. So instead of thinking of work as a nasty four-letter word, tomorrow, as we talk about this idea of let's get to work, I'm going to ask you, will you be willing to work for God? Thanks for listening today. Have a great day for His glory. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes